And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 144, with Mr. Royce, a drink of the crazy. Uh, he, was on, he was on my uh, other one-on-one show, my uh, the Batman podcast, but as everyone knows, my uh, main YouTube channel got yeeted by YouTube because of hate speech, you know? <laughs> so I had to go and rebrand my second channel into my main and channel. stopping a black man from doing hate speech, that's got to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn bigots <laughs> trying to silence my free speech. <laughs> so I ended up losing a lot of the uh, one-on-ones, the first ones, and the solo one-on-ones that were the second appearances as well. So uh, this is technically Royce's re-first appearance, if that can even be a thing actually but what's as crazy, long as, uh, as long as the re has a lot of ease in it <laughs> <laughs> lost a lot of important shows there oh, with a lot of people but then again i also lost my main youtube channel lost my main twitter oh Ugh. my god i was just going through it and then- i was gonna say like i was wondering i was like man i can't i was like is this oh yeah no no i've been on a show with him i was like why is his name different <laughs> oh <laughs> took me a minute wow and so it's crazy how i lost my main youtube channel my main twitter account all because i was being edgy yeah because that's how people are now these days they want you yeah. to like be yourself but if you're being yourself that's a problem that's what i've heard actually well you know the funny thing is like it, it, me being me i've never been the edgy guy mm-hmm. like ever that's why like because i tried like i've tried twitter in the past i think i like i had a different i, I could just never I could never get into to Twitter as like understanding how it worked and like, well, I'm like, man, everybody out like, and I didn't understand it until this last year. And I still, and it's not something I won't do, but, but I was watching, uh, I was watching a podcast with a couple of people and they're like, man, if Twitter changes and uh, like all, or like Twitter shuts down tomorrow, they're like, they wouldn't be sad. And they were like, yeah, but where are we going to go to own the libs? And it clicked with me. I'm like, oh, that's why people are on Twitter. They're on Twitter to own other people. That's just not my personality. Like I'm, I'm just not that guy to like own someone. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, like, you know, I mean, I'll, I don't get me wrong. I'll have a hell of an argument with people and I don't do that whole, let's agree to disagree. I like, I, but I don't go there to specifically own people. And that's, it's just not my personality. It's why I suck on Twitter. <laughs> like, for for me, if I see something that I don't like, I just say just honestly how I feel. Like with that whole Nick Ricada thing that mm-hmm. happening, where he he likes to be like sarcastic and edgy yeah. himself. Where yeah. the guy who was doing that to Eric July, where he came to his family's uh, gravesite and he did the whole peace sign on his yeah, dead great great grandfather's grave. That was that was a little too far. Yeah, because I, 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 I told people, yeah, you're not going to get in trouble yeah. for that, but. I don't get why people think that just because you don't get in trouble for something doesn't mean that the people that are looking at that are going to be like, I'm going to associate with this guy. Yeah, That's more yeah. trouble than anything Whereas you basically cause people to just not want to be around you at all. That something like that and do that in real life. Not only will you probably get beat up, you're not gonna be having a lot of friends by doing that. You're gonna be spending a lot of years atoning for that. Actually. I don't know. I don't know, man, in the world we live in nowadays, dude, it's, it's, it's freaking crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it really is it's like well and then what we just saw like so you get people showing up to eric july's business and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then the, uh, obviously it is is uh uh great times three i think it was his great times three grandfather mm-hmm. that's just how i'm gonna say that but then you get what is it this this sniper wolf chick on youtube <sighs> like she's showing up to people's houses now 
And it's just like people, yeah, you heard about that, right? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's just what people think is the norm. It's like, oh, we got beef on the internet. I'm going to show up. I'm like, dude, I don't even let people I work with at my day job show at my house. Like, that's <laughs> that's not a good, don't, don't do that, you know? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even, I'm like, what, what just, I don't, I don't know what people, I don't know that people just have this mindset that the, mm -hmm. that internet stuff isn't the real thing. Isn't like, mm -hmm. and I, so I had this conversation with a dude on the, on my channel and my, my mm -hmm. channel knows him, you know, they call him Irwin and, um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that live stream or not, but well, it was, was it the one you're talking about the fan, right? No, I, I don't remember. No, wait, no, I don't know. Anyway. But dude, anyway, but the guy, the guy, uh, he admitted that he's cool with lying about people and lying about stuff on Twitter. And I was mm. like, what the hell is like, Oh, you think Twitter's real? And I was like, dude, Twitter's it's, it's human communication. It's no different than picking up your phone and talking with somebody. It's no different than writing somebody like the, but for some reason in people's heads, they have this idea that, that Twitter X or Twix, as we call it on my channel is different than just talking with somebody. I'm like that that doesn't make any sense in my head at all. Like how can you how can you talk with other people and then demean them to the point where you're just like, well, it's that what I say to you right now doesn't matter because of the medium that I'm using. It's like, dude, if we were talking in text message or on the phone, would you be this way? And and that's how I and and again, that's why I suck at Twitter, right? Is because I don't view it as this 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 you know, glorious battleground of modern day culture. Like, cause it's fucking not, it's a bunch of people bitching at each other. And I get your, I'm not going to lie. I will tell this to your face. You said some dumb shit on Twitter. Okay. I've watched you say some dumb shit on Twitter, but I think we both know that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I told you this in the past two on our other one-on-one -on -one where if I feel like someone does something like that, I feel like I should just give you no respect, though, because you don't even have respect for yourself. And I, I, I've lived this way my whole life. If someone doesn't respect the things mm -hmm. that you do to other people, I'm, I'm not just giving you that. You, you, you threw that away, mm -hmm. obviously. You know. Yeah. But I get it. Some people aren't gonna. No one's gonna know how I view yeah. life and how I see that through my tweets. Actually, so when someone yeah. saw that, they were like, "Is he threatening him?" And to be fair, people, people did say Riley didn't do anything so he wasn't threatening anybody and I was like, okay if people are saying that about riley why am i not given the same you know well like on that uh, dude i fuck man dude twitter's been like just for the last yeah. month it's been a dumpster fire and i i stay yeah. out of a lot of it man i i really I want to ask you this too because i think you'll have a more level-headed approach on this which is what that riley guy did so I, I get the idea of like he didn't do anything so it's not really like wrong but the idea that someone would do that in real like if you said if someone does that in real life People understand well, stalking is not taken as like a joke in real life. Most people, well, it, take it's it the escalation seriously. behind it, dude. It's yeah. okay. Now they're showing at your, your, you know, your great grandfather, you know, times three, I think is right, what he yeah. said, you know, uh, your, your great grandfather's grave. How long until they're at your house? How long until they're trying to throw something through your front window? What is that thing they're throwing through the front window? Mm -hmm. Does that put you and your, like, you have to look at it like this mm -hmm. because it's happened. Well, that's the slippery slope. Motherfuckers, we've seen it happen. It's not the slippery yeah. slope when you can go, no, because in this other instance, it started here and got to here. And people, dude, if people don't cool their jets and start to realize that the internet is no different than talking how you and I are right now, that like mm -hmm. Twix or 
calling people on the phone or writing a letter or meeting them in person. Like, dude, people are going to start losing their lives. And that is not something that we need in this world right now. Uh, are enough people are already losing their lives. And that's how I look at it, man. Like, no, because back the, your point is the same one I had when, when, when I first saw that was like, how many situations was stalking like that? Don't start the way you said. And then it always I had never mm. seen a situation like in the, that word, like a person was joking person mm -hmm. was obsessed they felt like they were wrong it always 99.99 percent yeah. always ends up that way it always does always and, but you know what's crazy dude it's not about people on the internet it's about people who would be in that situation and then are telling someone else shit that they wouldn't even do in that situation mm -hmm. what you should do so you're going through that and someone's telling mm -hmm. you some bullshit about something that they wouldn't even do themselves in that situation. That's the mm -hmm. fucked up part. It's like, you're just being disingenuous. Well, if that was happening to your wife, you'd just probably beat that dude's ass. It just, this would be what it is. I wouldn't, right? I, I, I wouldn't beat his ass, but I'm not going to like there. You're not um, going to take that as like, Oh, he's joking. So, like, no, one would so, do that. no, like, like somebody shows up around my wife and kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not the type of person that <laughs> I moved to the state that I moved to for a very good reason. It's, it's, it's not a good idea to show up to my house like that. That's my wife and kids are here. My dogs are here. Like mm -hmm. the thing, the, the things I care about the most in this, let me put it to you this way. The things that I care about the most to send my ass to prison are in my home. Okay. I will make, I, I will go to prison over like you guys coming around my house. That's not a thing. My wife would probably do the same. Like it, dude, and people got to understand, man, this stuff, it, it escalates every single fucking time. And like the idea that, oh, it's just Joe. It's not just jokes, man. Cause what about the next guy who does it? Right. Cause someone shows up at a business. All right. Now they're showing up at family's grave sites. Woo, that's an escalation. Where are they going to show up next? That ain't cool. That was the original thing. Remember people said, oh, it's he's just, it's just this one time. It literally is. Whenever someone says yeah. it's just and one time. And then it happened like two weeks later. Like, no, it's not. Like, people are fucking <laughs> stupid. Dude. Like, it's, I I don't understand why some, another man would tell another man some shit that they wouldn't even do. Like, if, imagine if that was happening to someone's mom. Like, if I'm watching, that's happening to your mom. Would you be like, he didn't do anything. He's just joking. You would obviously but, not but it's act never, that but, they, but people don't think of it like that, man. People don't think yeah. of, like, could this happen to me? Nobody has that for, you know, it's uh, something that my dad always taught me, man. My dad always taught me. He's like, don't be dumb. Don't make stupid decisions because it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. And, you know, and I like, you know, when you did dumb stuff, like, hey, you got... Like, dude, it sucks sitting in the middle of a kitchen with the chair pulled out away from it and your hands were in your lap and you were supposed to sit there until dad got home. And when you heard dad get home, fuck, dude, your asshole fucking puckered. You're like, God, you're like, what kind of whooping am I going to get? But like, that's, that's how, but I don't, and I don't think people understand that. I don't think anybody was taught consequences for their actions anymore. I think they know? were, you know, what I think it is. I think people that grew, we grew up did. The problem here is that things got too lenient. That's the reason why things got bad. People I like, like your dad, like my mom, they were really strict. Mm -hmm. A lot of things. What happened was people grew up with these values, but the thing is society as a, as a concept started getting way more lenient. Why do you? Why do people think it's okay now for kids to potentially go and chop off their genitals? Because it became mm -hmm. too – people got way too lenient. That's oh, what it dude, is. That's, don't even get me started lenient. on that, dude. Because, dude, people got way too lenient on things that we already had a pretty good general consensus of. We're not doing this. This is not how it's going to be. 
But people kept going and saying, you just mentioned the earlier right there. It's just this one kid. It's just this one person. It's never that. And if you start playing that lenient, slippery slope, everything else is lenient now. Now well, people think it's okay to start supporting a terrorist. Oh, it's just this one guy. He can't be that bad. It's like, oh my God, what are we doing? Yeah. No, <laughs> dude, I don't fuck, man. I did, Yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. Hey, shout out to the boys down in the chat. Oh, hi, Immortal. Hi, a Evola? Evely. Evely music. God yeah. damn, I cannot pronounce your name that. Dude, dude makes some awesome freaking tunes, man. Mm. But, uh, no, but yeah, it's, well, fuck, dude. I, like I said, that's why I just, that's why, mm. you know, I so I did, I did a, a video initially when kind of the whole like lawsuit thing against Eric July came out. Mm -hmm. I saw and, that, yeah. And then Eric July did this video and he was like, hey guys, like as the fans, don't worry about it. We got it. We're dealing with it. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, all right, maybe I shouldn't have made that video, right? And now, like, other developments have come out since then, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to talk about that shit because, you know, you realize that, you know, being on the internet and riling people up, like, could make it worse, mm -hmm. could make it worse for, for you know, for either party, right? Because they'll mm -hmm. use any evidence they can in a courtroom to try to prove their point, right? Right. And... That was something that I was just like, all right, so I don't need to talk about that anymore. I'll talk about some other stuff. You know, I don't, I mean, and, and I just, I don't, man, I don't think people are, are that reserved anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm too reserved for the internet. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not crazy enough for well, the you internet. Have a level headed approach to it. Like you already made several videos on it. Unless any more developments come through, there's not much more else you can do, you know? I only really make more developmental videos on things like that if there's new information there. Well, and like I, I did it because the creator that I was commentating on reached out in a video to his fans and said, hey, we got this. We're handling it. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to, you know, like, don't worry. We're having the conversations. Just let us handle it. He's like, I got my lawyers. I'm like, cool. And I would do that for any creditor. Like if I commentated on something. Uh, from any creator. And then the creator came out and said, hey, guys, don't worry. You guys don't need to be out there, you know, you know, screaming at the top of your lungs and stuff. Like, it's fine. We got this. Like, I would do that for any creator and just not, just not comment on it. Just not, like, there's no, because that creator is telling their fan base, hey, like, we've got this handled in-house. And, like, by you guys shouting and screaming online, you can make it worse for us. Like for lack of a better term, when creators come out and say that that's what they're trying to, now they're trying to say it in a nicer way, but that's what they're saying. They're like, Hey, if you guys act a fool online, like you're going to fuck us. Like, and I know you're fans of us, but nobody wants to say that. Nobody wants to be honest about that. Right. Or, well, it's not that they want to be honest about it. They want to say it in a way that is more politically correct than that, especially when it comes to like legal stuff, you know? And so, but when Eric came out and he said, Hey, we got this, we got this in house. It's just like, okay, cool. I'm not going to talk about this stupid ass, you know, lawsuit that the, I'm not going to make any more videos on it. You know, if it comes up in conversation like this as an example, yeah, but not, nah. and I just, I don't know, man, that just, you know, but, but doesn't matter to a lot of people, man. Doesn't matter. People just any blood in the water that they smell, man. They're like a bunch of fucking sharks, dude. So, uh, there's also another thing about like how, if you gave I saw issue number one a bad review, then the fans would just not like you or whatever. What's interesting <laughs> is you yourself didn't really like issue number one all that much anyway. Other people didn't. And Eric, even his team featured you in his I saw number two review. Mm -hmm. So I told people, 
I don't know where this concept came from, where yeah. if you gave ISO number one a bad review, he would hate you or his company would hate you. It's like, that's not how that no, works. Like, I didn't give it a glow. I didn't give the first one a glowing. I said I enjoyed it because I liked what he was laying down, but it had its problems, right? Right, yeah. But, you know, I also went into it with the mentality of, because Eric said when he was when, when he was producing the thing, hey, I've got this. I've got this three arc story that I'm going to tell. To, to, to start off, one, my comic book universe, and two, the story of Isom, right? It's going to take three stories to tell this. So if in the first one you don't like it, hey, stick around to the third one. And and that, in my head, told that I, that's what I tell to every, when I get into a new television show or a new anime or anything like that. I tell people, hey, give it the first three episodes. If you don't like this, this, this thing after the first three episodes, the show is not for you. No harm, no foul, right? Uh, Cause that's what I've always told people like, uh, cause when I was, when I was younger, dude, I was a really big fan of the show supernatural. Uh, it got a little, it got a little stupid there after a while, but the first, I don't know, up to like season eight, it was, it was pretty all right. This first five seasons were fucking peak entertainment, but I used to, people were like, Oh, I think I've seen that show. They're like, it's like two dudes running around. I'm like, no, I'm like, watch the first three episodes. That's it. Just watch the first three episodes. If the show's not for you, you're not going to get it after the first three episodes. Every time I would, every time I've said that to people, people usually come back and they go, dude, you were right. You know, uh, whether it was that or now I'm like, do like Dr. Stone, I would tell people to watch if they're into anime. I would tell people to watch the first three episodes. Give it that. That's what Eric said. Hey, give the Ripperverse the first three episodes. I was like, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Because that's what I've said to people. And I, I again, the first one was rough. The first, the second one wasn't perfect. It was a lot better, but it wasn't perfect. You yeah. know. And that's the thing here is people don't understand your approach to how you review something can generally may or may not turn someone off. You weren't really being overly harsh. You're just giving your honest opinion. If people, so the difference between you and someone like Dick Masterson is, well, you didn't go calling Eric's business a scam. You weren't also saying he was scamming a charity. There's many different <laughs> layers to that. You know, there's many. There's yeah. many different layers to this. I think people have to yeah. understand some like yourself and other people that didn't initially overwhelmingly love it. You need that, right? Because there's going to be Eric July fans mm -hmm. who obviously love him just who he is and they want to support him because yeah. who he is. There's people who will support like you, but mm -hmm. they'll, uh, they'll be like, hey, I'm looking at this from a different angle because it's the way I should look at things. You have your own perspective mm -hmm. on how you should look at things. There's people like him, that uh, Dick Masterson, where he's – it's not even that it's bad faith. It's just, you know – why would I listen to this guy? He's talking about some bullshit. And it's not even really about the book. It's about other things. The book is kind of like the icing on the cake point. Uh, well, you know, point and, of view. and, you know, it's, it's the, it's the problem that we're facing in modern entertainment on the big, sorry, I'm moving crap around my desk so I don't spill beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um sorry uh it's the problem we're facing in modern entertainment where everything in modern like mainstream entertainment's got to be political it has to be political it's got to be about you know you know uh you know different genders and crap like that and so many people are so tuned into that that when they criticize something they they can't just criticize somebody told me that uh, when because I did like a because I went I, I talked about Isom several months later. Somebody told me that I was not that I couldn't talk about Isom just by himself. I had to like compare him to like Superman and shit. I'm like, but what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like Superman's got like a hundred year almost almost I think uh I think in like 
1934, 1936. I can't either way. I think it's 34, like 19 or maybe 32. But either way, we're we're like 10 years away from Superman being 100, right? And I'm like, crazy. I'm like, you, you, dude, you're not, you're not gonna compare this fucking book that's 90 some odd pages Mm -hmm. to a character who has had tens of thousands of pages written about him, retconned, redone, like. That's not fair. It's like you can't do that. And here's the thing is I wouldn't compare Superman in a solo Superman book Mm -hmm. to anybody else. And like, not that I'm going to go back and read that stuff because story's been told, man. It's no point in going back and checking those out. Well, the other thing is people don't understand when you review something or you have an idea of how something should be based off like how much media you consume, you're going to have your own way of looking Mm -hmm. at it. And that's the thing, people. In the, I know you, you have many views about the indie sphere, and that's my biggest problem with some of those guys. Not because I hate them, but I think their mindset is completely just. Obviously, right? Mindset's just fucked. If a person is going to obviously criticize your work, you have to understand they're going to criticize it from how they view media in general. It's going to be their own style, their own way, their on how they speak about it. But that is what you need because we need all these different styles. Mm-hmm. What made YouTube move reviews worse over the years is because the audience, this is the audience's fault. The audience wanted everybody's movie reviews to be like Jeremy Johns, Chris Stuckman's, John mm-hmm. Campia's, you know? That's what made movie reviews bad. People, the audience wanted everything the same. I think the creators in this aspect should not be the same. Creators should have their own ways of reviewing things, how they look at things, how they view them. That's the problem with how the Iron Ages function. People want their, people want to get glowing reviews, but it's like, that's not even how that person even views the media and how their style would be. And don't you want well, different styles? That's what and, and supposed to be. I will say this. I will say this. The one thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about this a little more because I'm I'm really this is an idea I've been tossing around my head. So mm-hmm. then talking about the Iron Age of media, if I can trail off on that real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Iron Age of media is was literally just a term. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, comics gate versus the Iron Age. I'm like, guys, they're not fucking different. <laughs> and here's why the iron age of media was literally a term coined and it was razor fist who coined it if you don't know but it was just a term coined and basically what what that whole video was saying is like there are a creative movement in every form of entertainment has been rising up because of all the dog shit we've been fed in mainstream media right and that is with comics gate with like the pulp rev movement we've had independent tabletop rpg uh now we're getting guys doing movies we're getting guys doing video games too um and all of that is this independent movement like all right if i can't find it from the mainstream fuck it i'm gonna do it myself right so comics get the iron age was just a word instead of having comics gate pulp rev you know uh uh freedom gaming or whatever the fuck you would call that or you know just just pick you know instead of having five different monikers to describe all different types of different mediums the iron age moniker just kind of was like that umbrella term that's like hey iron age means we're tired of the fucking mainstream shit they're not giving us what we want we're going to do it ourselves right in every form confiscate and all that i think the problem with what's happening with the iron age right now um um no, fuck off, John A. Douglas. I fucking t- I, I put a post on Twitter and I put a post in my gilded. You can go fuck yourself. Oh god. But, uh, sorry, I got your I got the pop-up chat pulled up too. No, it's but, fine. Uh, but the the biggest issue, John, he's white. So you yeah, know. yeah, no, no. CNN told me that white people are my enemy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I heard John was black. I was I was on I was on <laughs> they said he was black. So he I said he know. wears black. That means he is one of us, actually. That's yeah, how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so the biggest issue that I've been seeing with a lot of people who are banding about the Iron Age stuff is they're kind of forgetting it was just a kind of a catch-all term mm-hmm. that said, hey, it's just it, it literally it's just a catch-all term to say comic skate is happening, pulp rev is happening, indie, you know, uh um, I guess freedom-minded indie gaming is happening, mm-hmm. freedom-minded tabletop RPG is happening, freedom-minded uh movies are happening. Right. It was just that catch all term. And the biggest the biggest issue that I'm seeing right now is is so many people because we're so used to like being in communities, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, it's, you know, with, with, with the word being bandied about so much and being attached to like a community, mm-hmm. like as soon as there's a community, it turns into a tribe and then other tribes just want to fight it and throw arrows. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm I'm going to start speaking on a lot more because I've been going I've kind of, kind of been thinking about how to how to say that um uh lately you know what also kind of hurts the scene as no one points out because you know how most is how men function because i'm I'm pretty sure you believe in gender roles right so you know how like in most things that you talked about there's a guy or perceived many few guys at the top of that Mm -hmm. because that is what like the audience underneath them nothing they're they're bad yeah they've defined that as quality work Mm -hmm. that everyone should know about there's not that in the scene that i've noticed the scene doesn't have like you know in movies people call like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars yeah, like yeah. the pinnacle of best trilogies ever, and there's like many other movies out there because they're like mm. best of all time. The Thing, Event Horizon, movies like that. We don't have that here. There's a reason why there's always like a hierarchy when it comes to those kind of things. I'm not saying this should have a built-in hierarchy like major corporations, but yeah. should, do you think that there should be something like that where we not like define it but if there's no like define best thing then what is going to be considered good at the point you know well and that's so okay i'm of two minds on this one if a hierarchy shows up it needs to do it naturally which i mean if it does or doesn't or whatever that's fucking fine two Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are creating right now um a lot of these guys are getting their start a lot of these guys are less than you know five years into what they're doing right Mm -hmm. some of the most prolific people out there that we know Mm-hmm. I mean, they worked on shit for years and years and years before that. So what we're seeing a lot right now in this movement, you're not going to see leaders pop up right away because yeah. everybody's new at it. They're all getting their crack at everybody. Well, it's and then you get those jackasses. Well, it's all just garbage. One, they haven't fucking read them. And I know they haven't because I say, hey, what books have you read? And they get fucking dead quiet. They don't respond to me anymore. Right. I mean, dude, I don't get me wrong. I haven't read a lot. But I've read enough to know that at least a few of the guys are putting out some quality stuff. Um, do you think, well, also it's the problem with what you mentioned with fans that they do. The fans don't talk about the stories enough because either two things are happening that are true. One, they're not buying them or they, they say they're going to buy them but don't. And then when they do buy them, they don't read them because in the back of their heads, they're probably thinking, oh, that guy's indie. It probably won't be that good. And that's what I think EVS talked about the, talked about this on his stream that I did agree with. Fans don't do enough talking about the stories. Most mm-hmm. word of mouth is how it's the biggest tool, like the biggest well, DC Marvel do, comic stories that got so big became off word of mouth. Do, like, do you like, know how much is out there? Quite a bit. Like, I, I mean, because uh, I, I see it on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, because I, I just dove headfirst into that. The <laughs> amount that is out there is unfucking real. Even if I had the money, even if I had the money, to check out all of the projects, to back all of the things. And I don't, which is why I always tell people on like my Wednesday show, like, hey, you guys want to, hey, if you, if this project looks interesting to you, maybe you don't like it, but 
at the end of the day, you know that your money is going to go to a person who doesn't hate you, right? Um, and I would hope that if you didn't like it, you tell that author why you don't like it so they can get better. And But dude, it is... Uh, so as an example, all right, so we run the show Iron Age Nights every single Friday. All right, congratulations and, on your one-year anniversary. Yeah, this past, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's like that's been unreal, man. And so we uh, so we run that show. And so we get what four Fridays a month, maybe five, right? We get 52 Fridays a year. Uh, <laughs> some of those are going to be panel streams, right? Because just to break the monotony, and it's fun to do a panel once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, some of those streams are going to be also people that we want to reach out to and we want to talk mm -hmm. to as well. Uh, but a large portion of those streams are dedicated to the smaller guys, the the startups, the guys that are getting going on their first or second book. And uh, so we put out a Google form mm -hmm. uh, out there and we're like, hey, guys, if you're interested in being on the show, we want to know, like, fill out this Google form, touch base with us, let us know, um, you know, and 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 because we because because we talk to so many people, we we just don't remember who who's who all is interested, right. what their timelines are. And like, and not only that, but Daniel, Richard, and I, we've got day jobs and stuff. So it, it's not <laughs> like we even talk every day. Like we, we might only talk once a week and sometimes it, it, it might not even be about the show. And <laughs> so we put out this Google form thinking we're going to get like, I don't know, seven, eight people. Dude, we got like at the time, at the initial launch, we got, I think 27 submissions. No. No, it was it was 37 submissions. I keep saying 27 mm. because in my head it was no. <laughs> we got 37. We're literally looking at this going holy shit. Mm. We didn't realize there were that many people that wanted to be on the show. We figured five or six sweet the Google form it'll help us schedule mm. out like a month or two and it and no. We got 3 quarters of a year worth of people wanting to be on the show and now we're going uh okay this is a lot bigger like there's so much out there between novels and mm -hmm. comics and mm -hmm. i mean if a person purchased something at just every week right mm -hmm. they would probably have between novels and comics and tabletop rpgs and mm -hmm. you know and everything else out there they, I promise you, a week would not go by that they would not have something new in their hands, something different. Mm -hmm. It is, it's that insane. So my point behind going on this whole long explanation, mm -hmm. that's why you're not seeing that hierarchy, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's why you don't see that hierarchy because there's so much out there that for lack of a better term has yet to be weeded through has mm. yet to point to all these new creators that uh, can kind of potentially build up to establish a hierarchy because eventually it'll happen. I mean, yeah, my show happens, is my show. happens in everything. Yeah. Eventually it will happen, but it hasn't happened yet mm. because there's too much out there. There's, there's way too much out there to just, to, to just see all of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then there's the other thing, which is the Indiegogo Kickstarter campaigns okay. that people back and then hopefully those get fulfilled and then you get your book at the time. And then there is um, that as an issue too. the Indiegogo Kickstarter campaign, you know, creators coming out and, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm not getting a lot of backers on my project. How, how, how do you feel about those kind of issues pertaining to the scene? Um, 
as your first project, as your first project, if you're not getting a lot of backers, um, that is especially and and here's the here's the crazy part, right? Is a lot of these projects take take half a year or more to fulfill mm -hmm. because of the way that printing works and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, so today you're like, okay, I'm fulfilled today. We hit the budget today. Shipping January 20 or not. I'm sorry. July, 2024, dude, mm -hmm. that's a long way from now to then you might even forget that you backed a project. That's a lot of time. So, and I know there was a lot of problem for a long time with people raising the funds and never putting something out. Mm -hmm. uh, that's th there's a big difference there that I see with the crowd that I've been kind of surrounding myself with is a lot of these guys kind of already have it done. Like by the time they fund, the project is usually already done. They literally just need to find printers and stuff. And that's something that you want to see prior to any indication of the author saying this is a 93 page book i've got 57 of the pages done here's some of the interiors without the words any indication that you can see that's going to help you make that decision as a purchaser um go go back those guys who have like half of it done because those guys are the guys that are probably going to do it mm -hmm. and that's usually what i try to well uh, what i try to back when I can, I mean, I've got four kids, so I can't back everything. Yeah, I told right? people like, I backing is not. It's not that it's pricey. It's more like if you start adding them up, like a pull list, it's actually more expensive because you're paying for more, like as you would call it, premium work. So it's like yeah. thirty dollars a campaign. So if you have three projects you're gonna back, that's like ninety bucks right there. Well, but here's here's what's so funny. Here's what's so funny. Mm -hmm. Everybody bitches. Everybody bitches about Eric July's book being as much as it is, and mm -hmm. they bitch about some of the prices of these books, and they're like, "Well, Marvel and DC only cost, yeah." And all of their fucking artists and writers are talking about how broke they are. Maybe Marvel and DC mm -hmm. have been needing to charge fucking $20 for a floppy for a thing. long time. This is what people don't even bring up because I, I still buy Marvel and DC stuff, which is if you have a pull list and you have like six characters on there, six times five right there, that's already 30 bucks plus tax on each of those books is. Mm -hmm. And if you're buying like any expensive trade paperback for a specific run, that's already not going to be $5. That's already mm -hmm. in the in the 25s. Do people know that omnibuses cost like MSRP is like 125? Oh, yeah. If you buy them off eBay, they're like 90, but that's 90 bucks right there. Mm -hmm. 120. People are just dumb, dude. They don't actually buy this stuff. They don't even know the prices. Do people still think floppies are like 30 or 24 pages? And it's like, no, it varies amongst now. There's books coming out that are like 20, 40, 60 pages for some books. But people are like, I don't want to pay $5 for some dog shit. I wouldn't pay $5 for that. You wouldn't mm -hmm. pay $5 for a 60 page book. They up the page count. The stories are not good, so even the price is low. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you have sixty pages now. Well, the price is low. It doesn't give a fuck. And that's and that's where you see guys out there. Uh, I'll give a shout out to a guy who's really close to fucking funding right now, um, uh, Yakov Merkin, who is doing Amaranth Angels, and um, he, I mean, he's putting everything he can into that, and he <laughs> Ram. <laughs> what's up Royce and black dude i've never seen oh god <laughs> oh shit john says there's a lot out there and it shows like mine and royce's help that people find their new favorite i gotta drive but while we listening don't fuck up royce well you I know fuck up all the time i don't know what yeah, the fuck he's i kind of go, go out of my way to fuck up that way it creates controversy. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna factor in 
How do, I don't think WWE and all these other bigger things got popular. They actually went out of their way to fuck up. Because actually, no one says this, controversy drives viewers. It just does. Well, it didn't used to, though. Yeah. Controversy. I mean, keep in <laughs> mind, when it was, so when a lot of this shit, when a lot of this shit got started, Marvel and DC mm -hmm. specifically, dude, we were coming out of World War II. Mm -hmm. People were not in the same mindset that we were in. What mm -hmm. What gained popularity was seeing heroic men be heroic because... Again, who was coming back from the fucking boats? All of the men that went over to fucking fight some bloody ass fucking war and they went over and they they saved the world. And so what did what did we want to see as Americans? We wanted to see men like that represented in these books. And that's really, really where uh that's really where uh uh all that stuff took off, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, and not only that, but you start looking at Dude, you start looking at like some of the vine. I think at one point in time, what was it? Marvel? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. There was a comic book company out there that was legit, like run by the mob. <laughs> like, I can't remember which one it was, but there was like some mob connections with one of the. I, I, I'd have to go look it up. But I mean, it, so it was a very different mindset. The controversy drives. I mean, that's when you started getting into, you know, nightly television, when television really started to become popular. That's where the whole, if it bleeds, it leads, right, on news stories, you know. So when you started getting, like, the news of, you know, as the 50s started becoming more popular and the 60s, uh, especially with the Vietnam War and then, you know, all the protests and stuff like that, the whole if it bleeds, it leads thing. And that's when we started to see that, right? Controversy drives viewership. And again, people don't remember if it bleeds. I mean, there's a famous song called Dirty Laundry, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if everybody knows that one. If Eagle, Why the fuck do I always forget his name? Um, God fucking bless it. He's one of the singers from the uh, Joe Walsh. No, hmm. no, not Joe. Is it Joe Walsh? No, it's not Joe Walsh. It's not Joe Walsh. It's fuck. What's his name from Joe, the Eagles? Joe Dirt. No, lead singer from <laughs> God. Every time I know who it is and I cannot like his name. I get there and then his name just leaves my head. But the song's called Dirty Laundry, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it, the song starts off. It says, I make my living on the evening news, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, for those of you, why can I not fucking remember it every single fucking time I've gone to say his name in the last month? Because I find it so ridiculously relevant, mm -hmm. but it's true. It's Dirty Laundry. The thing, you know, it, it, it if something is bad, it drives headlines. It drives stories. It, and and that's kind of that's kind of how we built Internet 2.0, right? Is we really took that whole, that whole model. If it bleeds, it leads. Again, boy, did we fuck not. And and then when we couldn't, when it when we couldn't find anything bleeding, we made something bleed. So that way we could get the clicks and we could get that. That's where this whole controversy YouTube shit comes from. And that's what we're seeing a lot with with all of these creators just going to town on each other and they don't even realize that they have literally been led to this these guys might not even be like this but they have been so driven by algorithms that have uh, well if you say this you'll get the clicks and then and these guys have been pushed into that and shoved into that and again it does it it, it, it it's a societal thing that we have and this i mean my own personal theory here but I, I really think that after decades and decades of the it bleeds, it leads model, this is this is where we and when you gave everybody the chance mm. to have a fucking microphone, dude, I'm a dude in my 
fucking basement with Power Rangers, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, and some other shit up on the walls. Like, <laughs> when you give everybody the chance to have a fucking microphone and everybody realizes what news media realized years ago, mm-hmm. if it bleeds, it leads. Like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? And I think that that's kind of where we're at now. There's also this other thing you brought up on your channel about the whole, it's happening, I think, yesterday or day before with Naomi Comics, where the whole bigger creator helping the smaller guy. Now, I will say this. I did manage to talk to him on Twitter. His, I don't hate the guy, but it's like his approach day one was vastly different than his approach day two. What are you talking about? It was the guy who was going uh, talking about Eric Jelana helping out the smaller creators or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I and know what you're talking about. That's the weird thing is because I think this is what people need to under- understand. I have the screenshots. I saw what they were saying day two, and I'm like, that's not what the fuck you said. That's not what the well, fuck you said. Like, it, it wasn't just the same. The tone is different. To not, to not go at that. Well, okay, one, I do think that that particular person, and I like to leave names out of this shit because mm-hmm. – I don't like talking about names because and I get comments, although why didn't you say the name of the person? Go fuck yourself. You're just trying to, to cause drama. See, because because all they want me to do is say the name of a fucking person. They'll be like, see, a drink with great. No, I don't like the way that certain people are because when because my parents didn't say, Hey, your name is bad when I was good. They said, Hey, the actions and the things that you did were bad, right? Mm-hmm. And so, no, I think what that person did, I think they realized they had a very unpopular opinion. But I have a screenshot of them saying that. You know, Eric July came into our backyard, you know, mm-hmm. and he owes. I have the screenshots and I highlighted where the certain things that they said where he came into their backyard and wanted to play and owes yeah. them recognition. And I was like, Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, Socialist the only- shit is this? It, that was just some odd, weird communist bullshit, dude. I was like, what? and I think they realized that was highly unpopular. They're like, this uh, is our, yeah. He was like, this is our backyard. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. If I have a house and I build a house and I have a fence and a yard, that's my shit. That's not yours. I don't know how that. Yeah, I was I, like, that's dude, not how not, that works. But but Eric July ain't playing in your backyard. That's the thing. And well, I think you don't that's what's backyard. Everyone well, has their right. own house. Dude, that's why. Like I tell everybody. So like Eric July has this thing, and I've even told this to the Ripperverse crew. And I'm like, Eric's got to stop saying like, you know, uh, uh, the pie ain't fixed. And I'm like, dude, no pie grows. And I, 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 I'm like, Eric, stop. Like, I, I, I want to meet him one day. Be like, Eric, stop saying the pie ain't fixed. Okay, <laughs> your pie, the Ripperverse pie, mm-hmm. like that's a fixed pie, and you're gonna hand out as many slices as you can, right? Okay, mm-hmm. be a drink with crazy. But I'm gonna make my own fucking pie. What are you talking about the pie? I'm gonna go make my own fucking yeah, thing. It's, it's not one universal pie. It's literally. It's not- everybody else making their own individual shit like Mm -hmm. like you know and i just (laughs) but dude it's it's so fucking funny you know that that fucking guy you come into our backyard and i'm like motherfucker i almost would be like motherfucker i'm in your backyard no (laughs) the person wrote it in the, the various two tweets the first one was um, when you enter this world, you enter with all of us. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. I'm doing my own thing. You're doing your own thing. That's literally how that works. If he yeah, that cross ain't... paths, that's cool. But in day to day operations, we're doing our own shit. That's all. Can life you imagine, can, dude? Can you imagine if I'd have come on your channel after <laughs> you interviewed a bunch of the people who I've had on my channel who are like friends of mine, mm-hmm. like you know, and are like in my guild? Can you imagine if I'd have come on your channel and I said, "Motherfucker, what are you doing sniping people from me?" You know, like, can you imagine? <laughs> Imagine how <laughs> dumb as fuck that would uh, be. A drink with Hitler. <laughs> <you can> call <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Shit. 
<laughs> like, I, mean, I got to say this really quickly. I got to say, because every time he's in the chat, I say, like, Ram! what's going on, Ram? Oh, he's one of he's one of the he's one of the OGs. It's one of those things where I don't think it's not even the fact that he owes you nothing because that that would be like the ultimate point. It's more like because he 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 replied to me because his his tone was way different than, and way different. Dude, than I before. saw that shit the next day. I was that like, shit shifted. <laughs> it shit shifted. I was quick. like, that ain't right, man. That is like, not how I took your tweets. The way he was talking the day before in his tweets was not the way you were talking day two. But the other thing I was gonna mention. Is he, he he said this to me. It wasn't bad or anything. Like I got kind of what he was saying, but I didn't I didn't agree with it. He's more like it's based off what creators can do, not fans. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's what he said. His overall point was was that what can creators do more, not the fans? Because basically, as, as a fan, I, you know what you can creators can forever. fucking do. Mm-hmm. You know what creators can fucking do. Work on their shit. Like make a good product and that's it. Make make a good dude. Creators back in the day never had to fucking promote anybody else. You know why? Because there was a fucking fan community out there, ready and willing and fucking rabid to promote the next thing or read the next thing or check out the new thing. That does not exist in the indie world right now. It's part of the reason why I'm not doing a book. I'm not writing a book. I'm not making a movie. I'm not doing shit. Mm -hmm. I'm out here trying to buy the books that I can buy, read the books that I can read. Mm-hmm. You know, check out the projects that I can check out mm-hmm. and then fucking be a fucking fan again because I kind of fucking miss that. Well, it's general you know? enthusiasm. That's what's really lacking. Oh, general yeah. enthusiasm is just not there. I've talked about that for a long time. And I think the other thing there with, with fans is the only thing that fans can do, you, as you mentioned before, buy the product and talk about it. That's really all you can do. You, That's all you really honestly told to yeah. do as a fan. Now, because he mentioned what, what what more creators can do. Because this thing, I hate people use these arguments. They're just already disingenuous because you already have information available it, to you. That's it, why it's disingenuous. It, because it sounds like, all right. So let, let's use the let's use the old music model, right? Mm-hmm. Big artist comes out doing yeah. an international tour, right? Mm-hmm. And they pick like two or three openers, right? And they go, "You got some notoriety. We dig you. You got some notoriety. We mm-hmm. dig you." Come on, on the tour, you guys open for us for the tour, and I'm not, and I'm, and I, and then people, the music industry was like, shut the fuck up. That's not what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, stop. Yes, I understand how all that shit works, but you get a couple of guys that are kind of in the same vein as the main band. They go and they open up, and then by kind of doing that, they they gain a little bit of notoriety there, right? Here's the difference. They had enough notoriety for the big guys or the big labels to point at them and say, we want you on the tour. What I'm not seeing by any of these guys out there who are saying, why aren't big creators sharing us? It's like, motherfucker, why don't you gain a little bit of notoriety to make them notice you? Like, it's not that fucking hard. Well, as you know, I I, I can be a little mean and I love being a little mean sometimes because I think we need that in the world. When I was doing YouTube, <laughs> straight like, up dick, dude, let's don't yeah. even, I can be a little, what is this cutesy shit? I can be a little mean. No, you're straight up asshole, man. <laughs> I, cause the thing here is I think people need to get told some mean shit. Cause oh, it, yeah. honestly, when I was starting out as a content creator a long time ago, that I celebrate my, 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 my own anniversary of this past week too. I, when people told me the harsh shit, it made me think about the concepts harder. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's three things I'll mention here. You know, people are just stupid these days. So let's just point out to them. People understand the co- the uh, the surface level analysis of something, but then they start conflating two things together. Mm-hmm. So they end up they end up like with this weird opinion where they're talking about two things, but they really only only understand like one. And, his, and, and then his thing 
was, first of all, let's say a bigger creator did. Why would a bigger creator bring you on? Just in mm-hmm. reality, think about it. A bigger creator has not, not just Eric himself. Let, let's, because he has like 500,000 Can you subs. just imagine like, it just, just the way that you said that, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, big creators need to promote small creators. Can you just imagine typing, why would a big creator bring a small creator on? Can you imagine the fucking firestorm that that would start? I'm gonna do just an earnest question. <laughs> like, why the today. fuck would they bring you on? Why? Yeah, that, 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 that's what I'm going to go into, which <laughs> is, why would a bigger creator bring you on? You offer them nothing. Mm-hmm. I, and this is the hard shit I was told when I was smaller, and it made me, my mind, my mind, I was like, man, I got laid for the first time. That's my mom got blown. <laughs> so first of all, why, let's not just use Eric. Like, let's say Nerdrotic brings you on. He has like 800,000 subs. Congratulations to him. All success, too. Why would he bring you on? You offer him nothing. You literally mm-hmm. offer him nothing. And people say, but, so, I, offer my, right. but I offer my personality. Right. Fuck your personality. How, yeah. how can I give you right, more all right, followers? All right, all right, all right, all right. Here's, here's, let me, let me do the hat trick on you. All right. Let me, let me do this. Why would a big creator go on your show? That, yeah. Think about that too. So, yeah. and just so people know, mm-hmm. in the anniversary over this last year, mm-hmm. I had, I six oh shit six i had six pretty big names come on my channel mm-hmm. why 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 would why would shadowversity why would literature devil why would drunk 3po mm-hmm. why would uh mike baron you know uh michael bancroft who's really big in the comics gate community right mm-hmm. why would blainley pardo from BattleTech, mm-hmm. you know fame why would any of those guys come onto my channel right but i get now 30 to 40 people when those guys were coming on some of them fuck i was getting 10 15 people a live stream why would they come on my channel right? well so there's many there's many, many many factors i feel don't even realize even with bigger people so why do you like so i could just throw the hat in there why do you like a bigger creator yeah because of the personality because of how mm-hmm. they speak and how they talk about your favorite things mm-hmm. the people that you're talking about the bigger guys that you see as big they liked what you were doing so they just wanted mm-hmm. to interact with you and that's the thing there's many different layers to tackle this the first one would be as you mentioned earlier there's no reason for a bigger creator to bring you on because you actually value wise as mm-hmm. a, what what your platforms like bring them nothing the 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 100 uh, views that I that those shows or well I, no they've always gotten about 2 to 300 views the right, back, back in the day, they got like five likes. <laughs> Dude, it, it's growing a lot right now. Yeah. But, but you think about it, man. And it's like, why would any of these guys? It's like, okay, so they come here and they they come here. They say, hey, I'm going over this guy's smaller channel. They talk about their books. They bounce. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck? And they, and they know full well. Every one of these guys knows full well. They've no, they've never said it to me, but I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> they've never said it. They know full well they are doing more for my channel by them being on my show mm-hmm. than I am doing for them. But the way that they have told me they look at it is that the size of the show doesn't matter. Going and mm-hmm. talking with people and getting to know people, that's the important part, right? Right. And so you get that, right? Now you sit there and you think, all right, most of these guys, their day jobs are doing this thing that we're doing here, right? Mm-hmm. They don't go out and they don't go do a nine to five. And then, they, I mean, mm-hmm. they might have their own side gigs that they mm-hmm. do, but their day jobs are doing this, all right? And you go, why don't you promote smaller people? And it's like, well, yeah, I could do that. But like, um, is my audience going to watch it? 
And if I do it and all of a sudden my ratings tank yeah, on that's YouTube. That's the thing that people forget, which is if because this is what I didn't understand many years ago, too, is this is their livelihood. This is a mm-hmm. bit different than me and you going to a nine to five and having a steady paycheck every two weeks. This is their actual livelihood. How much money they get through AdSense, through PayPal, through Patreon, all that stuff. All that stuff matters, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and if their audience the- isn't going to watch, it's not going to pay you. It's not worth it, mm-hmm. honestly, just from a business yeah. point of view. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you bring this person on. And now it's like, hey, you've got a project going on. When can people get it in their hands? Oh, it's going to be six months from now. That motherfucker just had you on, put their name on the line for you. Mm-hmm. And there's six months from now till when supposedly the project may or may not come out. Mm-hmm. No, it's why like, you know, we get a mix of people who write novels and stuff like that. Usually people who have books, we wait we wait to have them on until like they release their books because that way you guys can go, you can buy it right now, you can get it in your hands, and you can tell the author if they suck or if they don't, right? Like I, and that's usually what we say. But like, hey, at the end of the day, you know that the people that I have my on my channel, they don't hate you, they appreciate you, right? Because we've been told by mainstream media that they hate us for fucking you know the last you know ten years. So, but that's one thing I just don't get. It's like, what are you bringing to the table? They're like, well they're in we've supported them no you didn't you gave them money for a fucking book did you get your book well yeah transaction over money you don't go to a gas station right buy a fucking candy bar and then when you're done look at the girl behind the counter and say but what else are you gonna do to me like you don't fucking you don't say that shit so you bought your black fuck, guy. You, you gave it. The <laughs> <laughs> you gave the chick your money. She gave you the candy bar. Transaction over. But artists don't think like that. They well, we supported him. Did you buy his book? Yeah. Did you get the book? Yeah. Transaction over. There is no more anything that needs to fucking take place there. You gave that person money. You got the, you're not going to go and get your fucking oil change done. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they change, you give them the money. They change your fucking oil. And then you go, well, why didn't you fix what? Why didn't you fix the transmission? It's like, motherfucker, you didn't pay for that shit. <laughs> then there's the other angle I wanted to bring up, which is how would I say this? You yeah. actually bring someone no value just by your personality. Because that's how it works, though. That's the only thing that that you're valuing from a bigger creator. That's the only thing that way it would value. They actually genuinely like you as a person and your personality. That would be the oh. only value you're adding to them. Yep. Number-wise, you're not adding shit. It's actually inherent loss bringing you on. Dude, the most it, part. one thing that I learned, one thing that I learned, especially in this last year, year and some <clears> change, <throat> uh, A Drink With Crazy was a very, very different channel. Uh, before I did my first Eric July Ripperverse video, and uh, it, and and after that I started to realize, oh wait, I can actually be me on the t- dude because I th- th- this is fucking me. Th- this is just people. People are like, well, you don't have to fucking like fly off the handle like that. It's very performative. It ain't performative, motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. it's not. Ask my wife. Ask my my best friends. They will tell you yes. Like they, they have the voice messages of me losing my shit. Like this is just me. This is just how I am. And one of the things that I found out is being me, having the personality that I have, apparently a lot of people like. And when I was trying to kind of hide it and trying to kind of script it, it didn't fucking work. 
The other thing that you have to realize too, and my personality is not for everybody, right? And I know that my personality can get very annoying to a lot of people and as it should, because not everybody is the fucking same. There are some other people out there that I realize who may not have personalities that are attractive to marketing. It's part of the reason why I'm doing my channel the way that I'm doing it, right? Hey, they're like, man, I just suck at marketing. That's fucking cool. I like your project. Why don't you come on my show? I'll do that for you, right? Just talk with me. Well, dude, what if your audience doesn't like the show? And I tell, I, I've, I've said this. So I've been backstage with, with people before. And they go, man, I'm a little nervous. I'm, Why are you nervous? And they're like, well, well, what if, what if the audience doesn't have a good time with me on your show? I'm like, dude, that ain't, that ain't for you. If the audience doesn't have a good show, that's on me. I'm the right. host, mm -hmm. right? You yeah. follow my lead, okay? Right. Mm -hmm. And if I don't lead you to where the audience has a good time with you, that's a me thing, right? Mm -hmm. But I have that personality, and I started to embrace that personality on YouTube specifically. I mean, mm -hmm. I'd embraced it in, like, barbecues and doing backyard barbecues <laughs> for years. But on YouTube, <laughs> I started to embrace that. Very. Oh, dude, I love having people over for fucking food, man. I love it. But, it, you, got you know. fried chicken and my watermelon ready? <laughs> Dude, dude, you ain't getting fried chicken. You're getting fucking smoked chicken. Oh, that sounds great. Actually, dude, I built 120. Amazing. I built a 125-gallon smoker myself. <laughs> I have not maxed out the amount of food that I can put. I, I think I can fit six or seven briskets in it. I mean, full 14 pounds after it's trimmed, so probably 18 pounds to start with briskets. I mean, I can I can fit food on that thing, man. Like, it's... But, yeah, it's, it's nuts, but... No, it, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, do you have personality? Well, no. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you bringing? Well, my artistic vision. Nobody fucking knows what that is. <laughs> You're not fucking Scorsese or like fucking Nolan. Nobody knows what the well, fuck. Well, in the artist world, some of these guys really think they're like Alan Moore and fucking oh Frank Miller. It's like you're you're probably probably like barely fucking <laughs> Tim Sheridan or some shit. The guy that came out today. You're probably Tim Sheridan, if we're being honest here. <laughs> Dude, it's not even that. It's like, man, you might have you, you might be that you you could be the next J.R.R. Tolkien. You might Good. be. I might get my dad back. Fucking knows that shit. My dad might come back through the door right there. You never know, yeah. man. Yeah, you, you never know. It, it's it's very possible. You know. Jesus Christ, I love uh, the fuck out of you. I'm, I'm just saying, hey, man. Hey, like, by the way, hey, by the way, what is this shit you telling people that it's hard to get me on your show, mother? Oh. That's how it, and you already said, if it bleeds, it leads. You got to start tension somewhere, you know? <laughs> like, if I go on Twitter, I have to clap someone. That People are like, what the fuck? You know what I've learned? You got to say the most outlandish shit first like you do, and you got to reel it back in like, oh, okay, now was like, that was what I was really was saying. <laughs> it's like basically Dude, I don't... putting yourself out there and then backtracking instantly is what that other guy did. Just do that, and you'll gain people. Holy shit, that's terrible. <laughs> Dude, no, that's not me. But you said this thing. Yeah. I did. It means this thing. No, it doesn't. You're fucking retarded. <laughs> like that's not that's not anything what I said at all. Not even close. But it's on video. Play the fucking clip. Well, I'm I'm not gonna search through. I love every time. I play the clip. I'm not gonna search through your live streams. Really? Because I found it. Let me play the clip. Right, people You're like just that. trying to have people dogpile on me. You fucking baby back bitch. I'm a construction worker, motherfucker. I've said worse shit before my morning coffee was done joking around with the guys. Like, 
I've said shit that would get me banned on Twitter and YouTube and probably just get me depersoned on the internet before seven o'clock in the morning for the last decade. Don't fucking go there with me. <laughs> like, fuck me sideways, some of these people, man. No, it's just some people are just like, just dumb. Like, they'll be like, you said this. Okay, what did I exactly say? You said you're you 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 said this. Cool. Why did I bring up that point? Because people will bring up the mm. end result of your point, but not bringing up why you said said point. And it's like, oh my god, I just your don't... mom dropped you in there as a baby. You're retarded. Oh, I just don't oh. play the clip. Play the clip. <laughs> play the clip. So what I do Where... now is I tell them, hey, go take your autistic pills because that's probably what what they need to say. I didn't say it. No, I didn't say that. I said play the clip. But you said I said it. You obviously have the clip. I'm not gonna go look through your live show. So wait, you're gonna. So wait. You're going to say that I said some shit and then you're not even going to have the proof that I fucking said it. What? You, sh you expect me? Yes, motherfucker. If you say something about me, I expect you to have the fucking proof. Let's go. It's on the Internet. Fuck it. Let's have some fun. Let's the, let's pull off the best of Royce. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> and they never fucking do. They never because they can't fucking be bothered. It's, it's fucking hilarious, man. The other thing that you brought up on your channel, the big thing was like, oh, uh -oh. the any comic creators and their constant creators going back and forth with each other. You mm. always got to stir the pot. Well, I don't know why mm. you do it, but it's just how it is sometimes. <laughs> Dude, so where did I, you see that from? I know you're not going to name names, but was a it lot, just... Not, it wasn't one individual. It yeah, was many. That, yeah. It was a, yeah. many. It's mm -hmm. a lot of back and forth on Twitter. I've mm -hmm. seen a lot of screenshots from people sharing from other discords. And I've also mm -hmm. heard a lot of people talking about being in other discords. And it just, for me, it's like, you guys realize you're kneecapping yourselves, right? Like you guys are creators. And like, here's the thing. It's like these new creators, very, very small channels, smaller than my channel. They got like a hundred subs mm -hmm. and they're going at channels bigger than me. Right. And having disputes with bigger than me and, there were a couple times I'd reached out like, hey, I really love this project. Really think this this project has some merit. Can you know, mm -hmm. man, I believe in this. Can you uh, and reaching out to bigger creators that I know? Hey, would you be mm -hmm. able to, you know, shout this guy out? And I'd get a message back and they'd be like, yeah, I got beef with that guy. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, they said some shit to me and so on and so forth. And I'm like, <laughs> are you and it, it just it pisses me off. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you guys doing that? You've got to go on Twitter and say some shit to people who could get you funded probably fucking today. I can't do that. I don't have a platform that large, right? It'd be fucking cool if I did, and that is my goal. My goal is that, you know, eventually as I grow the show, I want the Friday night show to be so damn big that when I say, hey, guys, if you liked that, if you liked this person, right, mm -hmm. and let's assume that 10% of the audience likes that person. It, there enough people go and they buy that person's book or fund that comic that either the project gets funded or it changes that person's life mm -hmm. like that's how one i want that's how big i want the show to be but right now it's not and i tell people i'm like you guys are fucking stupid for going <laughs> out there and getting into fights with people who could promote you there's mm -hmm. no fucking reason for it you have a book you want to fund it. You want to promote it. You want to talk about it. Why are you going after the people who can do that for you? Why? Or you're even throwing away other network potentials. Because like I know. Yeah, because because you know how like being being a smaller a small smaller creator, you have to like 
get into audience groups of people that are similar to your own. Well, a bigger I'm person will a bigger person is not taking you on because you provide them nothing. And the people that would be around your audience size who have new viewers that could come to you, yep. well, you already burnt those bridges. So I don't know what angle you're trying to get an audience from because you already burnt the biggest bridge you probably could have right there. I, yeah, dude. And that, and that's why th that is, uh, that's why I went on that rant, dude. And that was, a, that, that wasn't a scripted video. That was, <laughs> uh, that was on my Sunday coffee. I do my Sunday coffee live streams every week. Um, where I go, I, I I read I read all of the comments on my YouTube channel. This week is so this week I'm actually promoting uh, another uh, creator. I'm going to bring them on mm -hmm. first, and then I'm going to go into reading my comments um, because I really like what they're doing. They've had a couple of projects that just look super fucking cool. Mm -hmm. uh, they're doing one right now called Pump Kids. Uh, it looks so fucking awesome. It's a thing for the kids. It looks really really cool. It's I love the artwork. So I'm going to bring them on for 20, 30 minutes to talk about their project. And then I'll, I'll, I'll read all of the comments that I got on my videos this week, which is going to suck because mm. people left novels. But I do that. And I was on a Sunday coffee. I was sitting there talking about it. And all of a sudden, I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. So I changed the screen back to full screen. Mm. And I'm like, let's fucking go. Because I have that personality. I just get worked up about shit. And the more I was thinking about it, and I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? That Even, was me. That was me yelling with the chat right were, there. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen this guy on Twitter. He's big on the indie stuff too. Tyler, draw and talk. He's been very successful with the oh, yeah, Mega Fist. I wanted to touch base with him. I've checked out awesome a few guy, of his videos. Actually, awesome I've, guy. Checked, I've checked out a few, uh, uh, a few of his videos, and he goes at people pretty harsh, but I... I, but he doesn't do it maliciously. He's harsh, but not malicious. And I like it. I, I saw that thing, that video you did. And the day after, there was a guy who was talking shit about Tyler. And this guy, and this is the thing. I don't understand this with people. Not everybody's way is going to work for someone. But if Yo. someone is like, hey, I'm successful at this. And you could, here's here's just how I did it. You could try this. It's I'm not saying it's going to be for you, but this mm -hmm. is how I did it. People are like, the only thing that he said to Tyler, which is so stupid, is like he comes off all full of himself. How big of a fucking pussy are you? What a what a loop. Some people are just straight up losers, dude. If so, if the biggest problem you have with someone is not what, what they said, but but the fact that they're just too full of themselves, dude. you need to go outside and actually feel the sun. Like what? Dude, there are there are some I've I've seen some larger creators just offer some friendly pieces of advice. Hey, try this, it'll help your writing out. And 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 there are people that like they just go at them. Well, what do you know? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're trying to offer you, give it a shot, give it yeah, a fucking shot. Imagine what a imagine what a dumb person right there is. Yeah, hey, fuck. you bigger successful person than me is doing what I would want to do in this space. Yeah, what do you know? Holy shit, the cognitive dissonance is this. Oh, dude, it's, well, and it's like when people come out and they were yelling at Ethan Van Skyver that he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I'm like, the guy made more money than they did. They yell at Eric July now because he made, and then like, they, they, they're not doing it right. Motherfucker, they have made more money in one campaign than you have in your life. Some people have had like three campaigns and could barely scratch like a thousand dollars. And that, that, and that's what, Another point someone brought to me, dude, is a good point that I that I agree with, which is someone else's success doesn't mean it's your failure. That should mm -hmm. honestly ignite you to want to do more. Yeah, like, dude, man, what did, what yeah. the fuck happened to being inspired, man? It's all these people. They're so full of envy and greed. And I kind of mm -hmm. said this in that video. I was like, get inspired by these people, not angry that they're not platforming. How about this? 
how about you do the best that you fucking can? You market the best that you can, that these people who you think should platform smaller creators, how about you blow the doors off of something so fucking hard that these guys look at you and go, fuck, we need to get this guy on the show. Why not fucking do that? What a concept. Work your fucking ass off. Earn a little bit of merit before you ask some bigger creator to put you on. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's thing. Why- I, 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 I have big content creator friends. The reason why I don't ever like ask them to be on as much is because, you know, I want them to feel like I'm only bringing them on just because they're the bigger person. You know, you don't want them feeling that. Yeah. So when you when they do come on with small people that they mess up on, they always try to bring on the bigger person. And it's like, no, you don't want to use that lifeline for every show. Dude, use it I, every once in a while. I, I was incredibly lucky in our first year of Iron Age Nights. Again, I I, sh- I told you the names. Oh, you and had Shad Versity. You had Drunk 3PO on for your Saska Sisters. We're in your... Um, no, no, no. Well, the Saska Sisters are in the chat quite frequently, which is really cool. I will, I'm I like ho- them. They like all my one, tweets. They're one awesome. of these days, hopefully, I, I am able to get them on the show. We'll, we'll see how that works out, but... Hey, Jen, uh, one of you guys look really pretty. Just saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ladies, <from> him. <laughs> sir, I will say this. Uh, sir, you want to get involved with the Saska sisters. You're going to end up chained up, bloody in a basement somewhere. <laughs> but you look like you're into that, so you might be asking for more. I don't fucking know. Oh, you, you just told two white ladies to say what's here from a black man? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh God. Sarah from this tainted <laughs> black guy on YouTube. <laughs> Hey, ladies, here's a black man who wants to be in chains. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, man. And the thing you brought up earlier with Ethan, it was fans need to buy the books and read the books. That's what Mm -hmm. needs to happen. The Mm -hmm. fans, that's the only thing that I can really say the fans don't do as much. Here's the thing. Nobody wants to be fucking fans. They're not a, not a, and it sounds stupid, man. And it sounds Mm -hmm. stupid. Like, it's like, well, you don't want to be a fan. You become a fan, right? Right. And, and 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 I realize what I'm saying with I want to be a fan. And people are like, what the fuck do you mean? When I was a kid, dude, when I was when I was younger, Star Wars, like I didn't have the money to go buy the books and and and, and all this stuff, man. All I could do was go online. Dude, I had a, like I mean, just didn't have the money. And then when I did have the money, I had a fucking kid and hospital bills that I had to pay off for for the birth and we starting my career and starting a family. And I was I was a homeowner at 20 years old, mm-hmm. right? I owned my first house at 20 years old. So I, I got started very, very young. So I didn't have, I didn't have the ability to go out and buy all the stuff and buy all the cool lightsabers and things like that, that I, dude, I wanted to, I was going to, it was ultrasabers.com. I was going to, I dude, I, I'd mapped it out. It was a $700 lightsaber. I built it. It was the thing that I wanted to look like my lightsaber. If I was a fucking Jedi, I, I remember what it was like being a fan of something. I remember how excited I was to just research and look into the lore of this thing. Mm-hmm. And so when I tell people I want to be a fan, it's I want to find these projects out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to find those projects that all of a sudden it clicks in my brain and that thing, I'm like, I need more of this. Mm-hmm. I I will say this. I respect so many of the authors that have come on the show. I am not a rabid fan of theirs <laughs> yet. I'm not. And I'm not going to lie to them about that, right? I'm going to say their projects look cool. I'm going to say they're so awesome. I'm going to tell people that I think that, like, I hope that new people find their project and become fans of theirs. 
as of right now, as of right now, there are stories that I've loved. There are mm-hmm. stories that I that I, I want to go back and read again, but I haven't found that thing that I am just a diehard fan of. That includes the Ripaverse, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Eric July because of what he's said and a lot of his takes that he's had. As mm-hmm. far as the Ripaverse is concerned, there's a lot to prove there still. I remember what it was like to want to go into forums and read all of people's fun little theories and really get involved like that. So when I say, man, I want to be a fan, I'm not saying every book that I fucking buy, I'm the number one fan of. I'm the biggest. No, (laughs) I'm saying I'm buying this because I'm looking for something. I'm looking for that thing that I used to have because I fucking miss it and I fucking want it. And I want to have that again because and, 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 and when I find, actually, I will say this, I will say this. It's not, I'm not the biggest ever clownfish TV, uh, is doing a fantastic, um, their shadow binders collection and their, uh, with uh, crimson rent is a, where mm-hmm. speaking of crimson rent, where the fuck is that? book? I got books missing hmm. mm-hmm. anyway. So, um, but no, I like what they're doing and I want to keep buying from them because I'm a fan enough to keep buying from them. Uh, I'm not a super fan or anything like that, but I really like what they're doing. I really want to keep buying from them. Um, and and I miss that, man. I miss I miss looking forward to the next movie or the next the next book or the next comic that even though I wasn't buying the comics, my friends were. and I, I wanted to as soon as my friend got it, I'm like, dude, dude, when you get it, like let me know. like I want to go talk with you about it because I, I hated reading when I was a kid and I wasn't even gonna read a comic. I'm like, black. I, I don't it. read. I'm black. I don't fit shit. CNN said that he's black. He don't read. He wants some white twin sisters. Put him in <laughs> chains. <laughs> he's just all types of fucked up. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> you just gotta, no. All you gotta, just to fuck with people, you just gotta put, get like go. Just go buy like a whip and just put it on your wall back there. People, <laughs> what the fuck you gotta whip? <laughs> the the thing of the uh, enthusiasm part is the reason why I think that as being a fan died out. The stories. And characters just got so much worse over time. So, like, your enthusiasm just got less and less with so much bad product. I think getting that much bad product in a row, people realize it's going to turn people off. So, so for me, mm-hmm. when, when it, like, and I mentioned Star Wars, and I don't talk about Star Wars a lot on my channel. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't get less and less over time. Mine was nuked. When, so they came out, they said, we're discontinuing the extended universe. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, that, fucking bitch Kathleen Kennedy came out and said, well, we have to write our own stories. We don't have any comics or books or anything like that to go off. We have to. And I was like, are you? I was like, you lying bitch. You just got rid of all of it. You you don't have them because you got fucking rid of them. (laughs) You got rid of thousands of books, hundreds of stories. And I was like, dude, right there man right there like that was years of fucking pain and then uh the the force awakens comes out i was talking with a buddy of mine and he's telling me about it and i'm like what the fuck i'm like dude it's sound i didn't watch it i I, I was done i was done i was like no i'm not gonna watch Mm -hmm. any of it i'm not gonna fucking watch any star wars Mm -hmm. and then the last jedi came out and then people were telling me they're like no dude it's it's gonna be good i'm like no it's not they're gonna fuck it up you don't understand they will fuck this shit up they already dismissed shit that even George Lucas approved. And admittedly, the guy probably approved a little bit more than he should have. We mm-hmm. all know that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But my I I didn't go from 
being a Star Wars fan to gradually not being. I went from being a Star Wars fan to being a heartbroken Star Wars fan. And then for several years after, uh, for several years after, every time people would talk about, I didn't want to talk about it, dude. I was heartbroken over it. It was the weirdest fucking thing that I was, I felt that type of emotion over a fucking IP. I'd never felt that before. And it admittedly told me that I was probably a little too over the deep end, but I fucking stopped. I, I quit Star Wars fucking cold turkey. I only went back one fucking time, and it's when people wouldn't shut up about Luke Skywalker at the end of uh, the fucking Mandalorian, one of the seasons that they had. I, I, I stopped know. after uh, Obi-Wan. I was like, if you can't even make a good Obi-Wan show, I'm done. I just do that. Like, What's the I, point at that point? Dude, what know? was it? 2012 they bought it and then they started doing announcements and shit in like 2013 or some shit like yeah. that. I was done then. I was done then. I was mm -hmm. done with Star Wars over a decade ago. I fucking stopped. And it but dude, it hurt for years. Mm -hmm. Which is again pretty fucking weird. I think it's just another portion of like how people are just naturally gravitating to like people love this space more i hope they do because he because fans of that kind of entertainment they're always mm -hmm. like man i wish another person would come out and be that more competition but then they don't even go and support the product though you know how that guy today on twitter is tim sheridan who was writing the alan scott green Nation one for donna bc he's like oh can you guys come all buy my book and shit like that and it's like what the fuck these mm. people barely you know, don't don't even like he's trying to sick virtue signal to all these queer and gay people, and it's like, dude, those people don't even buy your shit now. Like, you know, they, like you mentioned with Star Wars, Marvel yeah. and DC started having that shift too. Hey, we're gonna get rid of all the bigots and instaphobes. Hey, we're gonna be all inclusive and all this dog shit. And those people weren't fans of this stuff anyway, and are buying the product. Did you see that that picture yeah. of the rack of the astonishing Iceman? It, it, it's like the equivalent of you probably go to go to your Walmart. You have a bunch of Black Panther toys not sold because, you know, of mm -hmm. Shiri Black Panther. It's the same thing. It's just clearance racks. It's just shit yeah. no one's interested in. And Marvel, oh, DC, Star I mean, Wars, they don't know what their fans want. Dude, anymore, I, dude. Yeah, people talk about toys, dude. I remember being a kid when uh, when Spider-Man 2 came out. I still have mm -hmm. my collector's edition Spider-Man 2. Mm -hmm. I still have the collector's edition. The, the day it fucking released, my sister went out and bought it, and it's the 10-hour special edition dvd mm -hmm. box set and i have it and i've watched it so many fucking times when i was a kid dude every time i got 20 fucking dollars i went to target and i bought a different spider-man fucking toy from mm -hmm. spider-man too and i and it they were all they were all spider-man but they were the <laughs> different poses and my and my favorite one that i ever fucking had and i saved up because he was the expensive one right he wasn't the 12 dollar mm -hmm. toy he was like the $25 super pulsable. Every fucking finger on his hand could fucking move. All the joints could move and rotate and this, that he was, that was the fucking bro. But until I got him, dude, I bought, I bought, I think I, I had like, like 10 different versions of Spider-Man from the same fucking movie from the same fucking toy line. Mm -hmm. But it was that super pulsable spy. My kids aren't doing that. My kids are doing that. My, my, you know, what do they generally do for entertainment as kids? I'm I, many kids now have TikTok and iPads. I have my, iPads. My, I my kids are a little different. What my do you do for entertainment? They go outside and they kick the fucking soccer ball. They go with their mom and they help take care of the chickens. You have like, chickens? Yeah, they got like 40 of them. 
Chickens are actually pretty cool. They look at you like you're stupid and like feed me. That's all they do. I love well, it. My wife goes in and some of them, they're like, she'll pick them up and they'll look away. But they love it when my wife picks them up. They're like, all right, fine, mom. I'll let you hold me. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but no, my kids. But here's the thing. My kids also, they play video games. You know, mm-hmm. they, uh, they were actually, they were playing uh, Mario Party with their mama when I came downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they watch YouTubers. It's like my, my boy. He doesn't want, he doesn't want fucking Marvel toys. He mm-hmm. wants my boy wants Lego sets, and he wants uh, merch from uh, uh, some YouTubers that we let him watch. You know, mm-hmm. and some of those YouTubers started getting fucking weird, so we fucking stop that shit. We monitor everything our kids fucking watch because there's mm-hmm. too much. But but at the time, you know, my boy, you know, my wife monitored what they watch, and he but he wanted fucking sweatshirts and merch from fucking YouTubers. My son doesn't even want, but dude, my son doesn't even want to go out and get you have any idea how many dragon ball z toys i had how many fucking many. lord of the yeah. rings to oh dude fucking yeah. transformers when the movies were coming out dude mm-hmm. oh my god dude mm-hmm. like i'd still have those fucking things man i was i was buying the fantastic four from the movie toys like i fucking loved all of that shit you know and it's just and and it, it, like my kids fucking stupid fly i got it i finally got it i think i got it there's another one but um my kid there it is but damn it my kids aren't mm-hmm. aren't interested in any of that they're not interested in toys they're interested they like their video games uh they like their merchandise and my kids like to get outside my that's one thing like my I've always told people this. If my kids start their day on the video games, that's where they're going to be all day and it's going to be hell to get them off. If my kids start their day outside, it's going to be hell to get them back. In. Get inside. Dad, we, can we just five minutes? You've been outside all day. Get inside. But dad, it's cold. Dad, it's not cold. It's 16 degrees. Get your ass in the house. Because that's just how my kids are. Mm-hmm. But, but, you, know, but you know what I really like is Nintendo has kept their values of we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna provide good entertainment. None of that. Uh, you know that there was that person that came up with with that trans uh, Jonathan Kent character. I forgot his name. Oh my goodness! Oh, Something. Yeah, yeah, I that garbage. That the other day. Yeah, I'm gonna say the quiet part out loud. And it'll feel like it. No one wants that gay trash in their stuff, man. People don't want that in there. No, dude, I don't, don't even call them. Dude, I don't even call them trans. I call them chimeras. Because here's the thing: these people don't. Persona alchemist. Holy dude, shit! No, no chimera. Look what. No, no, no. no, from, no, no, no. from the ancient uh, chimeras from the ancient Greek, not from mm-hmm. Fullmetal Alchemist. Um, <laughs> no, the the mythical the mythical yeah. beast, the chimera. Yes. Um, because these 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 trans people, they don't. They don't want to be man or woman. They want to be some amalgamation in between. They want to be a chimera. They want to be a, a mixture of beasts put together. They and it's, it's it's why I say I'm like I don't think some of these people want to be fucking human anymore. I really don't <laughs> because you know you got the old trans movement right mm-hmm. where they were you know trans you know they they uh well, well this is not transgender what were the fuck transsexuals with like yeah this mm-hmm. is what it was and uh, you got those guys out there. That if you looked like a dude, you genuinely wanted to have the surgery and eventually end up like fully looking like a woman, right? Like Blair White. Blair White did it. Blair White's a fucking dude, right? Blair White's a dude. Looks like a fucking chick. Be really hard to fucking tell that that was a dude. Most of these people don't want that. They want to be some amalgamation that's not fucking human. 
They want, they, they, that's why they call themselves trans. Notice they never call themselves a woman. They never call themselves a man. They call themselves trans. That fucking trans word is so fucking important to them. So you know what? If you want to be something different then be, then you can be that thing, but you're not fucking human because you don't represent either of the fucking genders. You're a fucking chimera to me. Do you know, I don't know if you watch Billboard Chris, Billboard Chris was talking to this, um, young 20 year old girl who identified as a trans non-binary female i'm like that doesn't even make sense but you know what she doesn't date women she doesn't date trans people she dates a she dates a guy this is why i think people don't even ab absolve that bullshit i think they're faking it because this is what i think people would rather fake how they feel and not receive backlash from the internet I, or I or our family I don't, and would rather just go with the flow. Just be a sheep actually. No, I, I think what I truthfully, what I think it is, is I think that as a society, we, we no longer challenge thought mm -hmm. anymore. And these people have never been challenged in their lives. <laughs> and the one thing is think about it when you are challenged and you go through hard shit in your life, like soul breaking shit, you realize who you are these people have never had a moment in their lives to make them realize who they are where they want to plant their flag and i don't mean that fucking pride shit i mean this is where i stand you you ain't getting around me so go through me or i knock you down they've never had that before in their lives and i think and i've had that since i was a kid because my guess what my dad put me in check my mom put me in check, right? It was that thing that they've never had anything. In the, some people, it's their brothers. It's their boys down the street. It's the kids in the schoolyard. They have lived such a comfortable life. They've never had to figure out who the fuck they are. And so now they just want to make it up and tell everybody that it's real. And it's not. They live in a fucking fantasy in their head. And guess what? That doesn't exist out here. It never has. It never will. No matter how much you want it to. Okay. You suck at this life. You need to fucking reconcile with that. I don't need to do it for you. What about the people you work with? Because you say you do construction. So construction guys are pretty tough. I'm pretty sure they feel the exact same for the most part of it. You have yeah. to. These are like big, tough dudes. Probably look at They've been in Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's they, they yeah these guys i mean some of them do look like they've been in street fighters some of them look like me but at the end of the day we're tired of hearing people bitch you know i'm not in construction anymore i came from that world i'm in a field very very similar still um but that's a that's the thing man is people the people that i work with like, it's funny, like, I'm the safety guy now, right? And I say some shit that people look at me and they're like, you can't say that. I said, why the fuck not? They're like, well, you're the safety guy. I said, exactly. I'm safety. I'm not HR. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, yeah. And, they, yeah, trust me, you gain a lot of fucking respect. And I don't play the HR. And thankfully, my HR person is actually fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but, and by fucking awesome is they're like old school HR. Like, all right, some shit got said in the office that shouldn't get said. Don't fucking do that again. All right. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know. Sweet. Later. Go on about your business. She's cool. But I um, wanted to ask you this way, which was, what do you think other people can do more outside of what you're already doing? You already bring people on. You already support books yourself as a fan and you're already doing everything else with your 
Iron Age nights, comic book shop Wednesdays. I, I, I just have to ask you, what more do you want, though? There's all you can do. We're already at the max of what we can do, unless someone comes up with a revolutionary idea I'll, for I'll this. Say this. I'll, I'll say this. Um, mm -hmm. That thing that you tell other people that they need to do, do it yourself. That's it. If you want to <laughs> shout at somebody else and say, you need to do this thing. Are you doing it? Well, no, I don't have the platform. Then go fuck yourself. If you're not willing to do the thing, then don't ask somebody else to do it. Whatever it is. Platform somebody else. Write a fucking book. Whatever. Doesn't fucking matter. Well, mm -hmm. this book sucked because this, that, and the other thing. And I could write a better book. Then go fucking do it. Well, I just don't have the time. Go fuck yourself. I want to be a mm -hmm. fan. I want to be a fan. I want to read stuff. I want to read stuff. I want to find something that's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get authors and writers all the time. Well, this sucked for this reason. This sucked for that reason. No, I didn't. I enjoyed it. But, well, and then you get the people. Well, you just don't know what I don't know. It's fine. I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. There was I a guy, that, that Riley guy commented on one of your videos, and he was like, you're not saying it's... It's all this. This is how fucking smug people people are to just say your opinion is shit, but they'll drive it th with this point of view. And it's always this point. Right. You're not saying it's bad because you're scared of the person that made it because you don't want to hurt their feelings. And it's like, what? People say that a lot. They're like, oh, people are scared to say how bad it is because I, of whatever I, reason. So I, I, I've said this on my channel. Mm-hmm. If something is absolute utter dog shit, let's say there's a creator like Royce, man, I really appreciate you, dude. I really want you to read this book that I wrote. And they send it to me and it's bad. And it's like really bad. Guess what? Guess what? You ain't going to know about it. You know who is going to know about it? The guy who sent it to me. And I'm going to, hey, I want to have a private conversation with you and I want to give you my honest feedback. It's going to be rough, man. It's, it's going to be rough. But I'll send that to him in a DM and I'll let him know. And then, he and I will have a private conversation about it on that level, right? Human to human. Hey, dude, I took some notes. Here's what I didn't like. Are you willing to listen? A lot of the guys that I fucking talk to are willing to listen. I will never fucking do a video that she, because you know what? It might be their first book. It might be their first project. They can grow from what they're doing. If it's mediocre, if it's on the line and it's like, hey, here's the shit you did that I liked. Here's the shit you did that I didn't. I'll absolutely do that video, right? But I'm not going to create a space where somebody goes and dogpiles mm -hmm. on a dude who it's his first fucking project, mm -hmm. and he can grow from some of the feedback that I give him and some of the feedback that other people give him, and his next project comes out, and it's a banger, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Constructive fucking criticism, people. Well, it's also really shitty and smug of a person to say how you feel is because of another reason when it's like if you've never given I any indication yeah if shit. you've never given any indication of your opinion not being anything different from anything else you've reviewed it's it's just so i hate that it's like you only feel this way because of this reason it's like how do you even know that what a fucking smug thing to say to someone like how do you know that because people would rather hear the opposite negative thing and trash someone rather than being like, wait a minute, that person is just probably just being genuine in their opinion. And that's good enough. But that's what the stuff is with when you have, uh, it's like how review content has gone now, where mm -hmm. like, if you give a negative opinion, you're speaking facts. But if you give a positive opinion, you're some sort, you're someone's bootlicker. And it's like, Oh my God, then where, how can Dude, we go with like that? I've been praised and attacked by Eric July fans. <laughs> like, I have been praised and attacked by those guys. And it, I'm like, and here's the thing. 
here's the thing. I've had uh, members of his team on my show more than once. Same here. And yeah. <laughs> they even agree with me about I someone. They're like, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but it was a starting off point. Yeah. And he's learning. He's getting better. That's all you can ask. Mm -hmm. He got better with ISIM 2. Hope he gets better with ISIM 3. I had people. Here's the, here's the one part. Somebody said, hey, Royce. As somebody who, you know, you're kind of a comic content or a, a comic commentator now. I didn't uh, fucking blew my mind when somebody said that. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> and they were like, uh, and they said, we're like, hey, what, um, like, are after reading ISM 2, are you interested in reading Alpha Core and Yaira? I was like, no, I ain't got no interest in it. Like, I just, I'm not interested in Alpha Core. I've never been interested in Alpha Core. There's nothing about them that interests me. And I was like, and the only reason people are excited about Yaira is because she's some big titty blonde woman. I'm like, I'm into big titty goth girls. I got one upstairs. Like, <laughs> I ain't looking, you know. And then that person was like, and then they, I think they sent in a super chat. And they were mm. like, and now they're like, but what if we say that we want to know your opinions on Alpha Core and Yaira? Would you get the books then? And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, I will be buying Alpha Core and Yaira now. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I, I didn't, it didn't even cross my fucking mind that somebody else would want to hear what I had to say about Alpha Core and Yaira. And when they said that, I was like, well, all right, I guess I, I guess I'll do it. Like, you know, I'm still waiting for fucking Norfrica, which that better be fucking Chuck Dixon. Norfrica's black. Week. I don't think you, you can support that. You know, what, Norfrica? Africa, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, black. No. I don't know if you can support no, that. No, 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 no. has a group of people. There's a white dude. There's a black dude. It's an inclusive group, man. <laughs> That's what I told Kara and Andrew. Like, you guys work for a black guy? Like, wait, they told me white people are racist. Um, <laughs> Kara's like, that'd be really weird if they, if we were white supremacists working for. A <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah. That's what I love here. Eric July's a white supremacist, and I'm like, um, do. do have you ever dictionaried before? Like, I mean, physically held a dictionary in your hands and like looked that shit up. Like I have, I actually, I've been telling my wife, I'm like, cause the kids are asking, Hey, what's this mean? And I'm like, I'm buy all the kids, their own fucking individual dictionary. And when they ask, mm -hmm. you tell them to pull out their dictionary and they fucking need to read it and look it up. <laughs> Fuck. Oh God. Is there, so last few things were hit out. Is there any other stuff in the iron age you would like to talk about? Anything that's been, coming up on your mind there's so many things dude, you know there's man there uh, okay there dude, there's so much and it, mm -hmm. all right all right I, I shared this just before we went live mm -hmm. uh uh guy uh pops van zant is mm -hmm. uh doing the madness comic network and it's basically uh a comic network to be an entertainment network like a television network He's trying to build a roku channel for those of you who know what roku is it's a fucking tv or you go by the roku box and you get the you download the app and then you watch it. He's trying to create a network where you sit down on your fat ass or your skinny ass or whatever kind of ass you have. Could be a black ass, could be a white ass. Maybe it's an Asian ass. I don't know. But you sit down in that ass on your chair at night and you flip on to the Madness Comics Network Roku channel on your fucking TV and you kick back and you watch entertainment from this sphere of the internet i think that that guy needs to get some funding going on i really do or oh, talking about uh, pops i've had him on great yeah, idea that's dude. one of those revolutionary ideas that we've talked that's, that's one, one that, of them like, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i i'm telling you man i'm telling you i think it's got some merit i think he's got a lot of work ahead of him yeah but 
that's one. I mean, and then there's just, there's so many, dude, there's so fucking, I, there's all these books over here that I've got. There's projects that I just, I have in my head. Mm -hmm. I, I, dude, there's hundreds, there's hundreds and not enough time to go over them. Um, but I will say this before we, before we bail out anybody out there, if you want to know about all these projects that I didn't fucking mention here, go over to a drink with crazy. I do three live streams a week. Okay. Sunday, 11 a.m. Central Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Friday night, 8 p.m. Central. Okay. Sunday. I talk with you as my audience Wednesday. I shout out a shit ton of projects. Friday night, we bring on one individual creator for you to get to know him. So if you guys want to know what's going on in the Iron Age, I got it. That's just that. That's what my channel is. And then I do some videos where I call some people out and say some shit. And now I got to read a lot of comments. Is there any uh, special shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular or anything else you want to say before we head out? Who the fuck am I going to shout out with all the people that I know? BLM. Like. Look, all right, all right. How about this? How about this? We have some so people show up in the chat. Let's you hate black people. Now, what the fuck? <laughs> is that? Oh, is that because it was hard to get me on your show? <laughs> yeah, Ugh, can't wait to clap you later on. You know. <laughs> oh God! All right. How about this? How about this? Let's let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Let's shout out the people that showed up to your chat tonight. Let's shout out John A. Douglas. Yeah. Ten Cage. What's going on, man? Let's shout out Ram Hernandez. These are some fans, some creators. Uh, Evely Music. Thank you for showing up. Immortal Rising Comics. That dude is doing some fucking work, man. I had him on too. Great guy. Yeah. Dude, awesome guy, man. Fucking love him to death. But yeah, so shout out to those guys. And if there's more shout outs that I need to do, you got to come over to the channel and check it out. Also, uh, Iron Age Media, he had a second issue come out. Shout out to him. And he had a revolutionary idea too. Instead of doing a full-fledged comic book, why not do half a comic book and then do a traditional it's, media magazine? He, have it a it, magazine. I like that it, idea. It's really heavy smart. metal. And it's it's the yeah. old school comics, like heavy metal and stuff like that, the old school magazines. He, he reached back to the old school days of what they used to do. Mm -hmm. And pulled out an idea for the modern day. So. Yeah, it's also way cheaper. Like some comic books have to hit like 5K in funding. His his only needs like 1,200, 2,000 bucks. Like that's mm -hmm. much more doable. You get a comic book and you also get promotion of other indie books in they, there. Uh, Great idea. Uh, I like it. They, they sent me a very, very special edition cover. <laughs> uh, Wait, it's not yeah. over yet. <laughs> That's the variant cover. Oh my god! That is the special edition cover that they <laughs> sent. Like, yeah, but, you got to open this on stream. I'm like, why well, I got it? They're like, dude, you have to open this on stream. Like, like, don't, <laughs> don't open it till we're on stream. And I, I was like, you motherfuckers. And I tell people here too to grow an audience for this space, you need to understand it's gonna take time. When I first started doing the, the Nightwing podcast, like with you. I had like five people watch that shit. I was happy to have five people watching. I'm like, you like like hearing me talk about this shit. I was like, cool. Over time, it grew. People understand that takes time. I don't get what people think it's just a drink a with crazy. A drink with crazy in 2022, July of 2022. A drink with crazy had 96 subscribers. <laughs> 96. I have, it's grown a lot since then, and mm -hmm. I hope it to grow more. But sometimes, one, it's going to take time, two, you got to find your thing. You got to find that thing, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta get in there and get inside my wife and blow her Jesus out. Jesus and... Christ, no. 
the hell? Are you saying that's not a good thing? You can't blow my wife out? Not me. That's a you thing. I don't got no wife. I have a body pillow. (laughs) Well, it was great to have Royce back on. Can't wait for another inaugural second appearance when he's probably yelling at more Iron Age creators about, I guarantee guys, these aren't just the only issues. More issues are going to come up about something. Oh, dude, I'll say some shit that'll get people fucking spicy (laughs) at me again. All right. See you guys later. Peace. Have a good day, everyone.